Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of fail. Okay, so suddenly the John Wick franchise has subtitles in the title itself. First it was chapter two. Now it's just like, fuck it. It's John Wick 3, Parabellum. Well, I, know, no, I have no idea what Parabellum even is. Isn't the subtitle of the second movie Chapter 2? So this no, this, this subtitle yes. has an additional subtitle. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, we're finishing up, well, at least rounding out their currently released John Wick movies. We watched this in theaters a couple years ago when this first originally came oh, yeah, out. Yeah, together. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well... We wanna. I think we'll talk about the ending when we get there. But uh, yeah, John Wick three. It's the first. Uh, it's the first movie in the series that actually feels like a a straight up martial arts movie. Yeah, I think we've said this before, but mm-hmm. it's very true. It. Yeah, yeah. The the past movies felt like this kind of mashup of gunplay and martial arts. I mean, that is the John Wick fight style that we visually known to uh, embrace and love by a lot of people, myself included. And it never felt like, like a fight film though. Right. And, uh, and the, in, the original two, are you? Yeah. You the, original the original two. two. Yeah, sure. And then mm-hmm. in, in the second movie, the exception of, with the exception of the common fight. Sure. But in this one, he fights dudes using Eastern martial arts. So it, <laughs> yes. for some reason, because of that, it really does feel like, more mm-hmm. of a martial arts movie yeah um so i was listening i mean i i, I don't want to regurgitate everything we've heard from chad and the rest of the the film the, the everyone involved in the filmmaker you know filmmaking side of things but chad himself said like he wasn't trying to like up the ante with the last movie but there's a there's, there's like a stylistic difference in this movie than as compared to the other two films and it's not that it's not a complaint it's just more like um it's starting to feel less like the first two movies in terms of identity i do do you get that sense because i'm starting to feel that way in terms of action uh the first movie i wouldn't say it's grounded in reality but it's more tactical there's like you're using the martial arts as to get yourself into a good position to before you do perform a headshot right Mm, whereas this movie and even the second movie you can even say that but whereas this movie it feels like it's just straight up just martial arts fight choreography and then every once in a while there's some gunplay (laughs) do you agree i don't know uh, maybe a little bit yeah this this is this one's definitely different it definitely stands out there is so much more action in this movie. Mm-hmm. Wow, a lot of action. <laughs> you know, surprised. Uh, I rewatched this this weekend and then also right before this recording, as I generally do. And I really liked the pacing of this movie. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised yep. how easy it was to sit through. Yep. Like, wow. Absolutely. Like, they, I think they found a good, uh, yeah, just a good pace a good 
way to give us a story, give us a lot of action, give us the dialogue, expand on the still expand on the world. And I was surprised because this movie is two hours long, and I, yeah. you and I, <laughs> generally, generally are like, ah, I'm gonna cut thirty minutes out. <laughs> no, there's actually very little fat you need to trim from this movie. Um, pacing wise, yes, you're right, but you know what the the reason is? There's actually very there's very little story in this movie. We can summarize it very well. Like actually, so when you and I. What first watch this? I don't remember if you still feel this way, but mm-hmm. I think you and I came out of the theater, came out of the theater with the same sentiment, which was he is nowhere. He didn't get anywhere from the moment <laughs> he started the film to when he ended the film. He's he came back to where he started, right? Because well, I mean, if you cut this movie from the the series, I'm sure you could just go straight to chapter four. Little, I don't even know what chapter four is about. Bit. Uh, well, he is lighter. He's technically lighter. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Maybe a few ounces or something. Oh boy, yeah. No, we're gonna have to make sure that uh, the visual effects team uh, takes care of that little <laughs> that little uh, uh, change in his character. But uh, no, I mean, okay. Well, just to wrap no, up I, the story. I know, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, it almost feels like we're back at the start. And yeah. just just to wrap it up, our theater experience when we came out of that movie. When we came out of the third one, we were both like, uh, shouldn't that feel like the move the series should have ended, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we would, I've always been, I've been conditioned to think that trilogies are a thing. You know, you should wrap up your story in chapter three. Uh, I try to think in that regard. I didn't know that there was already announced a chapter four and five already in, in pre production or whatever, you know, in, in ideation. So I was like, oh, crap. I, I was really expecting or hoping that this would be the last one. I'm not saying that I want a series to end, but I like closure to things well, before they get stale. You know? I, I like closure, too. I don't think there always has to be a trilogy. I think if you have a good character and mm-hmm. there's an interesting world, you can keep going with it. Sure. Uh, I don't like how this movie ended, though. I, thought it, <laughs> I always say that if the movie ends well, it could elevate a a silly bad movie into something sure. better or yeah. it could make a good movie worse and mm-hmm. that ending almost makes this movie worse for me almost <laughs> almost 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 but we'll elaborate on that yeah yeah uh, well we're getting way ahead of ourselves let's talk about the story john wick is still well okay well we're gonna obviously spoil the ending of chapter two um, well, we could just so, say he kills somebody. <laughs> he, well, he kills somebody, and it, he is now in trouble. <laughs> He's excommunicado, okay, uh, meaning that like all the assassins in the world are on uh, out for his blood. Um, and when I say everybody, I mean practically everyone. And I guess that kind of makes sense now. Now that we get a larger repertoire of people going after him, before it was like. Yeah, mostly gunslingers and, you know, your average goon uh, felt a little bit more, quote unquote, grounded in reality, kind of like what you'd see if like people got into an actual skirmish. But now he's actually fighting like ninjas. (laughs) But it kind of makes sense. It's like, well, he's getting international attention now. So it, it makes sense that we get to see a variety of different fighters. Yes. Which I, I can yes. understand that, but it's like... Well, oh, there's but... also $15 million on his head. Yes. 
So I think people don't mind spending a $1,000 plane ticket to New York City from across (laughs) the world if they might make that back in you know what job thousand percent yeah <laughs> job payment <laughs> yeah yeah um well i mean okay so like my complaint earlier before meaning saying that you know like, stylistically the action's now a little bit different uh, at least of the way I, I perceive it uh not again not necessarily a complaint but it makes sense the way that we're setting it up and everything regarding the story i just mentioned is the rest of the film he's just trying to survive he goes out to uh, Morocco to meet with a certain somebody to kind of save his life, I guess. And that's the rest of the film. There's really not much else to expand on the story. And uh, by the way that this movie ends, it leaves you on a cliffhanger that I wouldn't say it's not satisfying, but it's more like, okay, well, we could have just literally cut this movie out of the, the series and just move into chapter four, which again... <laughs> Not necessarily a bad thing. The action in this movie is so fucking good sometimes that you can just turn your brain off and forget all those complaints I just just mentioned. Right. Well, actually, I think we should elaborate on the story a little bit because I thought... uh, So this is my first rewatch since Mm -hmm. you and I watched in the theaters. And when I I don't like to rewatch movies when I generally enjoy them for the most part. And I remember... That ending aside, I generally enjoyed the movie. So I was like, all right, I don't need to see that again. You know, I'll, I'll leave it for another time. Yeah. And that time is now. So <laughs> um, basically, the whole movie is about the repercussions of going against the higher power that has been established in the second movie. They're called The Table. And it's kind of interesting because... You think that all the things that people are doing in the second movie is just fine. You know, they're helping out a friend. John Wick is a friend to Ian McShane, who's, who is playing Winston, who is the owner of the New York Continental. And then he's a friend, kind of a friend to the Hobo King, played by <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne, who also kind of helps them out as well. And you think like, okay, yeah, they're just doing, they're just doing their thing because they kind of have this respect for the character John Wick. Yeah. But it turns out the high table is like, no, no, you cannot do that. You absolutely cannot do that. He broke the rules. Right. He killed a member of the high table. Now they are suffering because they are they in contact him. with him. Yeah, yeah. It's, him. it's it's kind of interesting. And I'm a little annoyed at what John Wick is doing in Morocco. So... Mm, okay. He in the second movie, he is pulled back into the assassin's world because of a marker, which is a blood debt. That's the villain Santina from that movie pulls him back in because like, well, you have to do this debt for me because you owe me. And now John Wick goes to Morocco and he does the same thing to Halle Berry's character. Yeah. And I just thought that was really annoying. Hypocritical. Yeah, extremely hypocritical. Maybe, I, maybe, I, I thought maybe, that was like maybe not. so, anno- I don't know. When I saw that, I was just really, really annoyed. I was like, dude, you were just complaining, bitching and moaning in the second movie that you didn't want to do this. And now you're doing this to this other person. Like when she spits in his bottled water, when they, when they, you know, uh, depart uh, towards the, you know, middle of the movie, I was like, ah, you, you deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think, I didn't think so much. I mean, yes, it, it makes sense why she'd be upset 
but um, I mean, she was she never left the assassin's world, right? And John actually got out somehow. You know, he retired. He he's no longer he was no longer a hitman in any sense. But like she became a manager of one of the Continentals. So I guess like she's still adjacent to this world. But I yeah I, I get it. You know, uh, the whole fact that like honoring a marker and such, you know, like is is part of how these people show respect to one another but so uh like yeah it kind of goes against the the edict of the the second movie well that's what but, i mean yeah, yeah i just thought that was annoying i was like man you were just complaining about this and kinda. now you're doing it back to another person i was like come on kind of he needed it out the writers needed it though yeah out. no i know i know oh yeah. and then I, I guess the world building in this movie wasn't semi liking either mm, some okay. of it so, you know, we get to see some more interesting things going on with the high table. We actually get to see, I guess, the leader of the high table. I don't mm-hmm. exactly know if he's a leader. They call him the elder. Yeah, he's but, above the high table. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's kind of interesting. But um, so we get more origins on John Wick, which mm-hmm. is okay. But I don't like how we're just getting a different variation of the marker now so Mm -hmm. he meets angelica houston's character who is the well now this is confusing is she the leader of the russian mob because i thought michael nyquist was the leader of the russian mob (laughs) no i well no i i think she's supposed to be his original caretaker oh okay I think that's sure. what it's supposed to be. You know, like he is, he was an orphan. Well, actually, I, I mean, I don't want to just uh, like nitpick the hell out of the movie, but yeah, I, I did find this um, kind of ruined the mystique of uh, the John Wick character. Cause for the most part, outside of his, the, the puppy and his, his wife, his dead wife, um, he was, he was shrouded in mystique. And now that we're starting to expand a little bit more on his background, I'm like, Oh, I actually don't want to know any more about him. That's I kind of I... like him being a, a you know mysterious character with lots of you know ambiguity in his past and I this agree. is like yeah yeah this was a scene where we're setting up like oh she this is kind of almost like a surrogate mother character although she is clearly the one who just trained him to be a, a killer yeah <laughs> like in the uh, front stage looks like you know there's a bunch, bunch of ballerinas that she's teaching but backstage there's like hardcore sambo matches <laughs> where they're just training to, to kill one another well my um, problem is they introduced the marker in the second movie which is yeah. basically an iou you owe a debt yeah. to me and it's funny so john wick has this rosary these rosary beads and <laughs> when he meets angelica houston she's like what are you doing here and he flashes the rosary beads and i'm like oh no are we gonna get into religion now (laughs) and they start going off like oh i want a ticket and it just basically it's basically a different form of the marker it's like an i call almost yeah and i was like ah i don't know i don't know it it feels like they're rehashing old stuff i wanted more i wanted different world building than this Mm, okay well i mean to to your credit i mean i I didn't have a problem with that but to your credit i don't think the world building is 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 as expansive in this movie as compared to the last one yeah. it does expand on a little bit but definitely not as much as the second one the jump from the first to the second movie yeah. this one's like just a smaller leap um but i mean that's all takes backstage because uh, uh, you know because of the fact that we're putting 
forefront, like our focus directly on the action. We are putting so much action in this movie. Think about the first movie. Think about the second movie. We will have like 45, 30 to 45 minutes of no action. It's just a lot of exposition, which is fine, you know, for the most part, because it is focusing so much on world building, character building, story. But then, like, this movie is like, nope, nope, just uh, 15 minutes is the most you'll get. 15 minutes before the next action set piece. Um, So this movie is jam-packed with just intensity at almost all times. So I think that's why the world building doesn't isn't expanded upon that much. Yeah, it's okay. I personally wanted more because I thought the world they have is really interesting. Watching the second movie, I was like, oh, great. Yeah, you you did it. You expanded to a point where the possibilities are endless. Yep. And in the third movie, they're, they're just kind of repeating the same thing yeah. with the with the marker and the ticket, I was like, um, no. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, I think the the object adjudicator character is kind of interesting. Basically, an auditor, mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> and going back to the consequences. Now, this adjudicator character is like, well, you helped out John Wick. Um, you need to be reprimanded for it. So yeah, that's kind of like the B plot going on with. So John Wick is kind of seeking out how he can get out of this pickle he's in <laughs> and all the other characters are now being reprimanded because they helped out a friend. So yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, there is a genuine threat throughout the whole movie. You know, John is obviously fighting for his life and with the adjudicator, with uh, everything that's happening. Um, it really does seem like even when things get really hairy, especially towards the end when it's just like a lot war, uh, it never feels like, this is anything more than just a blip for the high table, right? Yeah. So, I mean, this really is setting up for a massive, expansive series. And I, I don't actually love that. <laughs> I like self-contained stories, even if it is like super wildly successful. And I do enjoy these films. I don't want them to go on forever. I mean, they, can't, they, only... they can't go on forever. Yeah, exactly. Keanu's pushing sixty. You know? <laughs> uh, but anyways, I, I do like I do love these films. I do love this film. I think like now that like we've done our retrospective, we've watched these three films. I can easily say, like overall quality wise, I do like the action in this movie the most. But I won't say that it makes the other two movies absolute and obsolete in any ways oh yeah um yeah yeah like the other two movies are great in their own regard Mm -hmm. yeah this is still the evolution of that action that they set up in the first two films it is again the combination of martial arts and gunplay the gun fu that they've been constantly calling it all throughout that's exactly what it is it's their form of gun fu and it's Mm -hmm. great uh i like it a lot I am so much more critical with this one, though, now. I don't know why. I just feel mm. very, very critical because they raise the bar so high because I can see all the money that goes into it. So right. I want it to be the best. And for <laughs> me personally, it's almost like the second film again. I think they took one step forward with certain aspects. And then I still feel they took a few steps back in certain places. And okay. it it keeps it from being perfect for me because I like this movie a lot, but it's not a, it's not like a, like a perfect action movie for me because of certain missteps. Okay. Um, I'd still, I mean, similar to how I felt with the second film, 
the fight with Common is still by far in this whole series my favorite. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, like it still too. trumps anything I've seen in, in this particular film. But I think it's because that, like this movie, like it really is like a, a straight up martial arts movie when you really think about it now, which is great for what we're doing, you know, because we we that's what we cover. Uh, but you know, in terms of identity, I, I mentioned this earlier. It, it really is now getting too stylized and like the i'm i think you and i when we actually go into the action segments we're going to talk about the gunplay in very light detail but it's probably going to happen anyways because i i don't actually think the gunplay in the movie is very memorable and you compare to the first movie the gunplay in that movie that first movie is very memorable like that was it's weird right I I feel that this movie with the gunplay, similar to what I was saying with the second movie, it was getting a little overindulgent where you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, we get it. Are you adding anything new or different? And if you're not, why are we still seeing the same thing? Now, it's not to say any of the moves are bad or look bad, but they look very similar to what we've seen before. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, if you guys are supposed to be constantly upping the ante right then i don't want to keep seeing this style of gunplay shot the same way or look the same way or have a very similar final location like that Mm -hmm. that is yeah that that's not what i want i want something new i want something different yeah it's almost like a dial that they're they're unfortunately needs to you know when you crank up the martial arts action in the movie you have to crank down the gunplay as a result that not that they're doing it deliberately but you know we want to show more the core the fight choreography so uh, you know it, the gunplay doesn't look as impressive although i think well they're become, they're Wick becoming can, separate now i feel yeah 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 well you know what i noticed in this movie um the one there's only one instance where I felt like, oh, this is just a straight up action scene that's just honing in, honing in on the gunplay. And it's the the fight scene with Holly Berry in it. And John John Wick himself is not the one performing the gunplay. You know, like he's not the center center. He's not focus the center. Yeah, the, yeah. It's mainly it's Holly, Holly Berry. Berry. Yeah. They're they're and really it's not even her. They're really focusing in on the dog foo. Yes. Because it's the dogs. Yes. I mean, if if you if you don't know about this movie, they basically weaponize dogs. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's really cool. I like it. I don't think the gunplay is that great. I, I'm more yep. interested in what the dogs are doing because they, <laughs> yeah. they basically turned the dogs into stuntmen. They're stunt dogs. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. I, it's, I would love to talk fun. about that. I almost want more. I almost wish there was more of that and mm. less of the gun exchange stuff because <laughs> the gun exchange stuff, it's getting samey, right? It's getting mm. a little samey for me. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they don't focus too much on keanu reeves in that scene because it's not about her and it's it's great that holly berry looks like she's almost right there in terms of keanu reeves skill ability like she is doing things like obviously she had to go in and train just as much as he did with the addition of learning the uh, dogs the the dog training stuff yeah and it shows it's all really good yeah but um yeah, the the gunplay stuff is just like ah, eh, it's not, it's it's like it's just looking all the same for me now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I'm I'm trying not to be completely negative on it, but yeah, it 
it's not that I'm I'm expecting it to be amazing. I'm I'm not a gunplay action buff either. Um, so that's that's one. Well, amazing. I am. I love gunplay stuff. So no, no, I mean, right? But like, I don't have an eye for it. Like, right. I love good gunplay, but like, uh, you know, I can't tell you what makes it for a good, uh, you know, gun. You know, showdown scene um except for the john wick films right uh yeah like compared to the first two movies like now this one's like oh i mean it is again taking a back seat but i've 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 beat this horse to the grounds enough i want to talk more about the the fight choreography on a general standpoint well we actually have like renowned on you know, movie martial artists in the movie now yeah i just wanted and, to yeah. say before we go into that i did want to shout out we we have mark dacascus mm-hmm. in the film who's been in the martial arts film industry like forever yep. <laughs> just yep. forever yeah and, and then, we have yayan yeah yayan and, and Sisep from the raid yeah. as yeah. uh guest choreographers and also mini bosses yeah which is which is which is pretty crazy that they're just right. randomly in there <laughs> Right. You know, I, I my thought with here is that, you know, as these movies go along, the budgets just keep on, <laughs> they just they get more and more budget yeah, each course, time, right? So now we're getting bigger names. Like, yeah, maybe for the common moviegoer, you know, may, might not know who Mark Dacascus is. You and I know, Susep and Yayan as well. But now for the fourth movie, we're going to get Scott Atkins and Donnie. Everyone knows Donnie uh, Yen. Yeah. Yep, Mark So it's like. Yes. Marco Zoror, yeah. So it's like we're really, you know, expanding like well not expanding, but we're we're trying to up the ante each time with the the martial arts. And this is why what, what I'm trying to say, like, you know, now that we have the pedigree and we have the the talent on screen, let's not waste it, right? Let's let's make these characters do fight choreography. Mm-hmm. Um and that's why there's just so much fighting in this movie. <laughs> that there really is um yeah but uh oh man uh, how how can we talk about this movie anymore without going into the movie zero well with that said then i guess we got to go into the patreon section yeah. so if you want to hear an even more in-depth discussion where we try our best to break down the action mostly the martial arts we'll continue to talk a little bit about some of the gunplay stuff here and there and also talk more in detail about the story. Uh, are there any spoilers? Uh, not really. Probably Just not. Maybe towards the end. Yeah. That's yeah. It. I, I always try to keep things as spoiler free as possible because you never know. You know, if, if, sure. if younger people are listening who don't watch this stuff, I would hate to be like, <laughs> Rosebud, how do you not know what Rosebud is? <laughs> Damn Zoomers. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you can follow us at uh, Patreon at Fists of Fail, and you'll not only get the action breakdown and story breakdown, but you'll be able to listen to our uh, quick jabs, where we break down really quickly uh, other movies that couldn't turn into their own episodes. Uh, but yeah, with that said, let's talk about John Wick 3, uh, Paramecium. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. But you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so that is all the currently released John Wick movies. We are caught up now. You are caught up now. We're going to watch John Wick 4 soon. Very soon. We're yeah. going to talk about it. Yeah, but that's John Wick 3. Um, I think I did a lot of complaining in the Patreon section, but... This is my favorite of the trilogy so oh, far. Oh yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> I am so so critical of this movie. I did not like a lot of choices, but there's no denying that is a very well-made movie. It's a very well-made action movie and there is a lot of great action in it. I am being critical because I like it and I see yes. things that for me make it less than like perfect like it i feel this could be so much better if they yeah kind of address some of my complaints in the patreon section Mm -hmm. um but but yeah like regardless of that though yeah it's still very very entertaining movie i mentioned earlier the pacing is surprisingly swift for a two-hour movie i did not think (laughs) i'd experience that in a long time yeah, yeah. I I don't know what else to say that I haven't said in the intro, and I definitely haven't. I had definitely mentioned it to ad nauseum in the Patreon section. Um, but yeah, uh, the the action is definitely a step above. Uh, there's like quantity and quality wise. I mean, uh, you know, the gunplay stuff is starting to take a back seat, like I mentioned before. Um, I'm wondering what they're gonna do in subsequent movies. Um, not to say like I, I mean. Gunplay needs to be front and center, but that's kind of what made the identity of the original movie so memorable to me. Like, well, that's part of it. And I feel like now the John Wick movies are starting to move away from that. And I, I don't know if I love or hate that. As a person who's not that into gunplay movies, like, or that, you know, doesn't have the same eye for it as I do, like, martial arts movies. So it's kind of weird that I'm coming at it from this angle. Because <laughs> it, it's like the John Wick, the original John Wick movie made me appreciate gunplay mm, like making it realistic and you know like of course i love martial arts movies that's why we do the show but but like now that the subsequent movies are becoming more martial arts movies i'm like oh wait bring back the gun stuff because <laughs> actually i want to uh, you know you made me love gun stuff from the first movie like i want more of that and make it make it visually interesting yeah yeah um so that i yeah. i like what they're doing with the gun stuff here, because I, I I mentioned in the Patreon section a little bit in the beginning, like it's starting to feel the same. It's starting sure. to feel like they are almost imitators of the John Wick style because I don't feel yeah. it's deviating from what they made. That's okay if you want to say like this is your style, but you need to do something different. And at least what they're doing different in this movie is they're giving it different scenarios or they're they're adding new things on top of it. So they add the dogs. Perfect. Yeah. They add uh, they add uh, men in armor they have to go against. So you can't just one-shot them. Great. Mm. My issues is I don't like how it's shot. I don't like the visuals. I think 
mm. that when you have these performers who train for months and months and months and months and months and you don't make things if you don't shoot things in a cinematic way then it can look boring i don't want this stuff to look boring because i think it's amazing what's happening on screen for me personally like, i want it to look the coolest and the most visually yep. enticing and i think it's not there in certain cases in sure, certain instances sure. yeah yeah it's not the worst definitely not them by far like i i love the action in this movie i think everything we've mentioned is more like nitpicks and things that like i wish i, I hope they address in the, the next movie and subsequent movies because they're probably gonna have like john wick eight yeah. <laughs> where he has to save his cat now i don't know oh um, so i asked you in the last in the last one uh now that now that we covered the third one what's your ranking of the three movies is it three two oh, one no, it's three. It's probably three one two. I love. I like the second one. I mean, like these. These are. There's like, they're barely me- beating each other by like a hair. You know. You know. Like, in I the mean, last episode, in the in the second, in chapter two episode, you said you prefer the second to the first, right? Yeah, but no. Now that we're talking about no, now I've seen this third one. I think my opinion has to change because the first one had such a legacy, and it set the tone. Okay for like but because like now watching this third one i'm like oh it really is like starting to move away from that so i don't so know three, three, I, might, one, I, I might have to go back on it. i might have to go back okay. on it yeah it's so fine. like it might have been originally three two one but like yeah like i i it makes makes me really appreciate how simpler <laughs> the first movie was <laughs> so yeah my yeah. my mm-hmm. ranking is also three one two Mm-hmm. best fight of the series so far though is still the common fight in yes. my opinion uh the, my my yeah. favorite fight of this one is the the knife fight stuff with ron yuan and tiger uh tiger chen really yeah. wow okay, i like really that one a lot because i could see it i could see it all it's borderline <laughs> okay. on being goofy and dumb but it still feels it still kind of feels sure. like john wick so i i like that one a lot wow okay yeah, that's true. It does feel a little bit John Wicky, um, but yeah, no, no, nothing beats the dog fight for me. So hey, it's you know it, it's actually kind of surprising. You and I usually agree on this our favorite fights in the movie. So we have two movie fights that we can recommend. So like I'd say check both of them yeah. out. They're 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 really entertaining. Fuck, go watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's our bottom. Yeah, go watch the movie. There. Let us know your ranking. We'd love to hear from you guys.